Finding the Goddess, a podcast with me, Natasha Ince. I invite you to come on a journey alongside me where this season I will be speaking to some incredible, inspiring female photographers who will show us their passions and talk about subjects they usually wouldn't to help educate and better you, my amazing listeners. It's time to find the goddess inside of you. Are you ready? So my guest today is an incredibly beautiful soul. (laughs) When I think about her, I literally just smile because she is the definition of joy. And she is an incredibly inspiring businesswoman. She helps photographers come together as a community to learn. And the education she offers is just amazing. So welcome to Lisa from Milk and Honey and the Milky Way Retreat. Thank you. Thank you, buddy. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Honestly, thank you you. so much for joining me because, um, (laughs) like, you're just so busy. So I was like, oh my God, is she even going to be able to come on here for me? (laughs) Uh, You're just so amazing. uh, Honestly, that's true. Like, when when I think about your face, it makes me smile. I know it sounds really weird. And you are like um, like a ray of sunshine. (laughs) Like, it's just so true. It's so true. And I think that anyone that knows you or anyone that like sees your work or anything like that would feel exactly the same. Oh, I'm, I'm very, very sure of that. Very, very sure of that. So how are you? I'm good. Honestly, it was funny because we were talking a little bit before we started and I was like, you know what? I think this is the first time I put my makeup on. Like this, well, I know for sure yeah. it's the first time I put my makeup on in February. <laughs> and we were talking a little bit about how like that affects your mental health and how that makes you feel. Yes. And I was like, wow, like this is the first day I feel like I feel like myself. Like I don't feel Isn't like this weird? low level of depression. I mean, because mm-hmm. we've been living through these crazy times. And, you know, it's kind of easy to get into just the hamster wheel of God. life, right? There's yeah. like not much De- to look forward definitely. to. You know, you're, you're still in lockdown. De- oh, and we're still in lockdown for another eight weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I this saw is that. the third one now. This is, this will be the longest one as well. Oh my God, you know, girl. it is what it is. Like there's, yeah. you know what the thing is, we, we can't control it. So there's nope. just no point trying to fight it because we can't control it. And even though we would want to change the world... You kind of have to really, really trust in the people that are running the country and be like, you know what? I know it's a really hard job. Whatever they do, people are going to be angry at them. Yeah. So if they let everyone go out, people will be angry. Like, oh, they're not taking it seriously. If they lock everyone down, everyone's annoyed. Like, whatever they do, people are going to be annoyed um, because everyone's individual and everyone feels differently. So everyone's got different opinions. And 100%. so we just can't do anything. So we may as well just use the time as best as we can and try and do something else and it's been it's actually been great for me I mean yeah. obviously I've hated it <laughs> um but it's I have like kind of started my online mentoring which happened yeah. which started last year and obviously starting like this podcast that I've wanted to do for so long and honestly it was you that gave me the push to do it and it was you that kind of gave me the belief that I could maybe do it honestly that's why I like I needed you on here because when you had me as a guest on your podcast which everyone needs to subscribe to that everyone needs to listen to because it is amazing I listen to it in my kitchen all the time um, all the different ones they're so good literally um I'll make sure everyone knows what it is I'll put it in the the details so people can go on it but you know you're just like oh my god I could do this like she's given me the belief that I could actually do this and it could reach a lot of people and help people. And it's like, it is like a bit of free education. It, it helps motivate people and inspire. I mean, like, it's so strange. I know I've invited you on to 
talk about you but honestly I was just saying to my husband I talk so much I was just talking to my husband last night and um he said that um he feels like he's had to kind of learn to love a different person the last year Mm. and that I've changed so much and grown and all this and blah blah but actually I was like this before I went through like a real bad few years of my life where I felt um, really down it was about my music I realized that music wasn't gonna happen and things like that and it really like pushed me into a dark place but now I've finally found like my purpose yeah and you know when you find your purpose in life and yep. you think oh my gosh like I actually know what I'm meant to do yep. now in my life and photography enables it but it's yep. not actually the photography it's the inspiring people and helping people and making them feel good which I know that you do as well I know know. it's so funny because whatever we're doing whether it's a podcast photography your fitness zooms um your because it's an interest because I love watching you and I don't mean like in like a creepy stalker way I mean like (laughs) watch me whenever you want better watching you like since I've gotten to know you over the past year or so is watching your growth and watching your confidence and watching you step into your power and that's been so really amazing to see right because you're step into your power right you're empowering people whether it's like (laughs) helping them with their fitness goals helping them with their photography helping your clients helping Aww. students like you just it's really just been so amazing to watch you and so I'm Can so stop? proud of you stop because I'm not gonna be able to get my head through the door on the way out <laughs> thank you no but I do I do feel like that and obviously I brought you on to talk about you but I did just have to push that in there a bit because I, I feel it. like a lot of us have grown and yes. um over the last year like this has kind of pushed us to realize what we want to really do in our lives it's made us realize what's important it's made us realize what we love and are we, you know, going to fight for it? Are we going to, you know, have the power within ourselves to even continue doing it? You know, like, do we have the strength? Yeah. And I think everyone in the whole world has gone through it. Like, whatever the restrictions are, wherever you are, everyone's been different. But, yeah, no, I, like, I totally agree. And I think I've I've enjoyed watching other people grow as well, like, and change. And yeah. it's really mad. I love it. Yeah. And like watching you and Paulina like root each other on and like, I love women who are supposed to be competitors, rivals come together mm. and the alliances and like the female dynamics of creating yeah. something like that when you're developing relationships and connections, that is so much more. That's why we're alive. Is to I love that and love each other. Yes. No, this is exactly what I was saying. I just went on a bike ride with my mom, yeah. And I said to her, she's in my child care bubble. We went outside, we socially distanced before anyone says anything. <laughs> I love that. You know, and the, and the sad part is that you actually have to say that these I days. I know, because like, people right? literally jump on I know, it. They're like, you went outside. It's I like, know. oh God, sorry, went outside. And <laughs> I said to my mom, I was like, oh my gosh, like, it's crazy because... You know, like you would think that men, you know, I know this sounds, I don't mean this to every man, but, you know, they find it quite threatening when a woman's doing great and they're powerful and, you know, they're empowering themselves and, you know, making themselves better. And I know that it can creep men out a bit and they're a bit like, "Uh -uh," and they get a bit insecure about it. But actually, if a man's not doing it, it'll be another woman. So it doesn't matter the sex. It doesn't matter who it is. It doesn't matter 
who you are like there'll always be someone trying to drag you down and it's how you respond to that and it's how you grow from that that makes you better and I was just saying as well like I get a lot of trolls on my Instagram so I even on my personal Instagram and I don't even have that many followers on my personal Instagram but I'll get people like saying stuff to me on there and if you just said that to me like two years ago I would have like been absolutely devastated but I just laugh at it now and I'm like oh god I like DM them I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm you literally made my day by that comment. That is so funny. I completely agree with you, by the way, about my ass being out. I completely agree it is out. Um, but I really hope you're okay because you're obviously in such a bad place right now that you feel like you have to say that to me. So I hope it made yeah. you feel better. And just to let you know, it really made me giggle. So thanks. Yes. Are you okay? That. Like I do that all the time. And like honestly, if someone said something bad on my photography or like criticized me, I used to like literally have a panic attack. I'd be like, oh my god, I'm not good enough. Like I used to be like so upset but now I'm like oh yeah what a shame yeah because everyone's different and I think that when you start accepting that you know like if the world was all the same it'd be so boring Boring. and so yeah yeah, and like when you start thinking you know what not everyone is gonna like my work not everyone's gonna like me as a person I'm gonna really piss a lot of people off like I'm gonna really annoy people people are gonna be sick of seeing my ass on Instagram whatever but that's fine like go look at something else What's what's really fascinating, especially in the media, and I've been watching a lot of the, well, this recently. Especially, I don't know if you've heard much about the documentary that they're putting together for Britney Spears. Oh yeah, yeah, they've yeah. been talking a lot about how the media likes to build up women to tear them down. They put them on a pedestal oh, yeah. and then make them a villain. And that's exactly like, what the music industry does, right? Mm-hmm. I've said that for years, and not fair. Like even like like I remember Taylor Swift. Like I was like, mm, I'm not a Swifty fan, oh, God, yeah. and that, and then I watched her documentary, and I am like. I am like the queen of the Swifties now. Like that girl, yeah. what she's gone through, like, and what we don't see is them as humans. They're there for our entertainment, and, which is not right. It's not right. No, not and at like, all. As, you know, and putting your own yourself into a, you know, becoming an influencer or that social media yeah. Pre- presence. Yeah. That's how the media has trained everyone to respond to women in power. Yeah. And it's it's scary. It's scary. Yeah, like and, if and, a woman tells you what to do, she's bossy. But if yeah. a man does it, oh, he's amazing, he's powerful. Yeah. It's like, hang on yeah. a minute. Hang hang on a minute. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's okay to be assertive and we yes. should teach our girls that that's okay. Yeah. It's okay to have a voice. Yeah, but they, they put such a negative word on it when a woman is organized oh she's too organized she's like well no maybe she just like I had a very serious conversation with a family member um a few weeks ago and um he was saying to me um why do you feel like you have to like plan 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 your life like why did you have to plan your life and I was like I don't know I just kind of had a bit of a rough idea of when I wanted to have kids like when I wanted to get married and he was like yeah but it's just so crazy like why would you do that like in a real derogatory way and I was so annoyed yeah but I was a bit like why is that a bad thing thinking oh this year I really want to win some maternity awards so I'm going to enter and I'm going to really you know like you know like really hope that I'm going to win that because I would love to tick that off my list blah blah like why is that a bad thing it's not it's not you know you know who hates competence incompetence yeah oh girl (laughs) I love that (laughs) yeah it's so true isn't it it's it's true it's if someone is complaining about what you're doing they're probably not doing that much yeah it's true right Right? yeah like I'm not going to apologize for wanting things and I'm not gonna like I know that things don't make you happy like we all know really deep down that materialistic things don't make you happy like you could get a big house 
probably will want a bigger one after that. Like you'll yep. never stop, you know, like if I win in a maternity ward, like I'll probably want the next one, you yep. know, like it's not going to make you happy actually just being happy within yourself and yep. knowing you're doing a good job and you're just, you know, you don't have to worry about much like that is happiness, isn't it? I mean, our brains are hardwired that when we hit well, for that base level of happiness, mm-hmm. that when we um, raise it, it next, then it becomes the baseline again. Yeah. And so yeah. you're like striving harder and harder and harder. And like the biggest, like, and that's, that's a tough thing because I mean, yeah. I, we've had lots of great success and I really struggled with that myself. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, like that was great. Next. That was great. Next. And yeah. you, you have to sit yeah. with the gratitude and you have to sit with just enjoying um, the process and what you've done and yeah. being so grateful for what you've created, grateful for yourself, for those around you who helped you get there. Um, because otherwise, if you don't sit with that, what are you chasing? Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, what you what's the point? For? What's the point? Yeah. And life is too short, isn't it? To, yeah. you know, feel like you, you, I don't know, like that's the only thing you need to do in your life to achieve something yeah. or to make your self-worth. Like yeah. that was, an, it was another conversation I had with a friend and I was saying to her, like, without my work, like, what am I? You know, mm-hmm. like, that's what it feels like. Who am I without working? Yeah. Like, Yes, I'm staying at home with the kids and that's great, but I'm not a stay-at-home mom. Like, it doesn't fulfill me. I think it's amazing that people do that, but for me, it's just not great for me. But, like, it's crazy that sometimes we feel like work is basically the thing that makes us worth something, which is mad. It's totally mad. It becomes our identity. And it's so funny because you literally can be whoever you want to be. Yeah, yeah. Whoever. If you want to shave your head, go ahead. Yeah. Right. If you want to like cover yourself in tattoos, great. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Quit yeah. letting everybody define who you are based on what you do for money. Oh wow! Right. That's amazing. That is so good. I love that. <laughs> I wanted to um, just talk a little bit about you, really, and just like um, you know your background and yeah. what you started with photography. Where did you? What genre was it? Like how how did it all come about for you? Because I'm sure that everybody really wants to know because you're always interviewing everyone else. So it'd be nice <laughs> to know about you. <laughs> so I picked up my camera um, about t- t- oh gosh, almost twelve years ago now. And it was with the birth of my little guy and he was an IVF baby. Now up oh, to that, yeah, amazing. like we, my, we, I got married at, oh gosh, 23, 24. Um, and we're coming up on our 17th wedding anniversary. So, wow. Congratulations. Yeah. Thanks. It's, um, it's not been easy. I will say that. Yeah. Never long term, <laughs> No, never to, like going through infertility. Um, and so it's been really interesting because I picked up my camera and at first my husband was like, and I, okay, I'm going to have to backtrack because I have a history of starting businesses and having them fail. Like <laughs> I have probably like eight different businesses that I've started you know prior to I photography. Right? I literally like, love that though, because that is how you succeed, not to be afraid trying. to fail. No, yeah. just keep trying. Like, like I, I was that. a travel agent. I was an event planner, um, a wedding consultant. I was like the girl that booked the tournaments at the golf course. Um, <laughs> I've never golfed in my life. I love that. <laughs> I know nothing about it. They were like, you're cute, so why don't we do that? So, oh. yeah. So then um, after my son was born, picked up a camera, and my husband says to me, he's like, oh, he's like, you think you're going to be a photographer now? And I was like, oh, I hadn't thought of that. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, actually. <laughs> I was like, oh, but game on. Yeah. Game She kind of did it to, like, prove him wrong. I love I that. I did. I did. 
and where then, it got you. Look where it got it, you. Right? It's crazy. So then I started um, photography and milk and honey just kind of came organically. I wanted to do maternity and newborn basically because my kid was like only six months old at that time and all the other children scared the crap out of me. So I was yeah. like, I'm only going to do maternity newborn. And then as he got older, I started adding, you know, older children, cake smashes, Mm -hmm. family sessions, and just kind of, I started doing everything. Um, Mm -hmm. And to be honest, that didn't really make me happy. I kind of felt like it was a have to, not a get to. And so I have actually over the past year decided I'm scaling back to just doing the things that I love again. And for me, that is maternity, newborn, fine art kid, and that's it. I love that because you really have, you do have to pay your dues um, and you have to kind of get to your, get to a point where you are able to do that, Yep. you know? So I think that that's great. And it's great for people to hear that you can't, at the beginning, you do kind of shoot everything or you shoot a lot of things and you shoot things you don't like and you shoot things that make you anxious. But actually that really helps you in the future because eventually you get to the point, if you're successful and you work really hard, you get to the point where you can say, actually... I don't want to do that anymore. Uh, yeah, that's that doesn't bring me joy. Goodbye. Yep. And then you and, take it off your website and you're like, oh, yeah. I feel really good about that. So I love that you've done that and I've loved that you said that. It's taken me four years to actually be honest with myself about that though. Like, you know when like you like you like you're honest with yourself about something you don't want or something you don't like, but you're almost scared yes. to admit it to the world. Oh yeah. Like what's going to happen? Like, will this blow up everything if I change yeah. one thing? Will everyone hate me? I'm like, sorry, like I don't want to shoot your family anymore. Like oh, I feel so bad about it, but I canceled two weddings so I can go to WPPI and do my, finish my US tour. Awesome. So I had to make the decision yesterday and I was like, this is going to break the bride's heart because she's already had to reschedule. But I was like, you know what? I have to be selfish sometimes because I know that if I'm there doing that wedding in August, instead of being out in Vegas where I really need to be to network and, you know, learn, then I'm going to resent that wedding and I'm going to be really pissed off and it's actually not going to be good for anyone. So I made the decision. I think that we often forget, you know, we think about time and money as currency, but we forget about like energy, our energy and how much we, we put into something, how much energy and mental space it's causing us, um, Mm -hmm. whether it be stress, you know, procrastination, planning, those hamster wheel of thoughts that keep rolling around in your head. We forget that that is a valuable currency too. And that is something that needs to be protected. So definitely, right. Like, and for me, it really was going, okay, like, yes, I could spend, you know, an hour with this family and it's going to take me two or three hours to edit it, but the mental energy and how I'm feeling days Mm -hmm. and leading up to that, they're not paying me enough for this. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. So my answer is a hard no. And if it's not a hell yeah. That's why I took cake smashes (laughs) off too. I was like, Mm -hmm. I don't want that mess in my studio anymore. It's not a hell yeah, it's a hell no. Yeah, hell no. I mean, I, I would probably do like a special wedding for, you know, a really like clients yeah. that have used me a lot. Yeah. And they'd be like, oh, please, please, please. I probably would yeah. do it for them, but because I would charge a lot. you've built that relationship. You've built that relationship. You have a friendship. I'm like, yeah. it's going to cost you five million pounds to have me at your wedding. Is it worth yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> if you buy my next house, I will come to your wedding. <laughs> 
joking joking it's like cake smashes they're not on my website i don't do them but if people have come to me for like maternity newborn sitter and they do like a one-year-old and they said oh can we just do the cake smash as well i'll charge them extra for it but i will kind of just sneak it in there for them you know just because you know they're great clients do i tell you what i do with that now is so i do something i call them fake smash so i made a fake cake it is gorgeous And all I do is I smear a little icing on baby's face because I don't want to spend 45 minutes coaxing this little child who's afraid of the cake. Now, this is what I do. And I've been pitching it to my clients, especially during COVID times and people can't bring in outside beverage and food into the studio, is I have a fake cake. And it is beautiful. I think I'm going to record a tutorial on how to make it. Yes, do it. It's like literally spackle. Or can you just do yeah. one and I'll buy it yeah. off you? Seriously. Because I they, can't make like anything. They, oh, my <laughs> seriously. You can make this. Like, seriously, with craft supplies from Michael's. I don't I, know I what don't even know. crafts are. Like, what, what? is a craft? Like the, no, I'm you're like the craftiest person I know. I'm actually not at all. <laughs> <laughs> like, my husband just said to me, oh, part of Nico's homework is to do paper mache. I'm like, what? No, I'm not doing that. I'm going to pay yeah. someone to do that for him. I love that. I love work. that. I'm going to throw some money at that. Yeah. <laughs> Just do what you're good at, man. <laughs> so bad at craft. No, I will pay you to make me a fake cake. That is such a good idea. That is Honestly, such a good idea. It, it saves you time. It saves your session. Because what what happened, actually, how this really originated was I got in a car accident. And I had three – I was rear-ended by this oh lady. It was actually a crazy story because it was a lady on her way to her mental health appointment. Oh. So, like, I'm sad – Poor thing, but she didn't even break when she hit me, and I was she was going like eighty, and I just got this massive whiplash. Um, it was awful. I'm fine now, oh um, but I had three cakes in the car because I had you know cake smashes. I because I, I booked them all on the same day. Yeah, so you can yeah. So like just to maximize my efficiency, right? So mm-hmm. I had three cakes, each worth seventy five dollars. Um, that went down the toilet. I had to rebook all these sessions, and I was like, for the love, like, and it's always something. It's like the icing sliding off the cake on the way home or like I'm stressed Mm -hmm. out for two hours driving around with this bloody cake. So I was like, what, like, how could I just get rid of this? And I'm like, what if I just made a fake cake? And at first I was like, that's hokey. That's cheesy. I'm like, if I get it, if I make it and it's beautiful and the result is the same, why does it matter? Like, yeah, they're exactly. not paying. They're the not kids paying. don't even really eat it. No, anyway. uh, no, they're not paying me to drive around and like be stressed out. So how exactly. about we're going to go by my terms? And I'll tell you from the get go, these are my terms. And if you don't want to play with me, that's cool. Yeah, I love but, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually love that. And it's so, and you know what? It's so annoying having cake in the studio because when yes. the clients leave, like I have blatantly sat there and ate it off the floor. All I do is eat, like, I eat so, the icing in the fondant. Like, I seriously, cause I, I've I'm been like, oh, they I got more gluten. I know. Seriously. I know. I'm like, I'm like, is it in the garbage yet? Hmm. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> have, have I pretended to put this in the bin yet? Right. Yes. They've gone. Quit eating. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. That is such an amazing idea. You are full of amazing ideas. Oh, I love you. Aren't you? <laughs> Like the Milky Way, for example. The Milky Way. Let's was... talk about the Milky Way because that is bloody incredible, isn't it? Like, oh my gosh, where on earth did you think about bringing all these photographers together every year and helping so many people? Because it's great, isn't it? Because they're just little snippets of what everyone does. Yeah. But it's just enough for people to think, oh my God, that's such a great idea. Oh, that's great. And it yeah. makes everybody grow. And you always have such a wide variety of people as well. Like no one's really doing the same thing. And yeah, yeah like, I mean, how amazing are you? 
I mean, that must be so much work, though. Jesus. Oh, I mean, and I have to say, Lisa, you are the most professional person I've ever met in my life. Oh, I mean, you. like when I did your podcast, she was like, make sure you got water. And I was like, oh, like, I'm just like, oh, I'll send you the link in like 10 minutes before. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, like you're so professional. And like, even when I did my video, I was so scared you would be emailing me back saying, this is not good enough, mm-hmm. Tasha. You need to do more. I was really afraid because it's, so, it's done so good. Like the whole thing. <laughs> thing he's done so well so just tell me a little bit about it why why did you start it it was it was was a few reasons so about six or seven years ago a lot of my photographer friends were really having a hard time filling the Mm -hmm. seats at their in-person workshops everyone was saying the market's saturated um people don't want to travel etc etc and they were really struggling to fill their seats um Mm -hmm. also at that time Facebook had really changed a lot too. So the exposure that we were once getting on our Facebook pages where we were getting like thousands and thousands of new fans each day, you know, that was the the wild west days of Facebook were kind of over. Gotcha. Um, I feel that. Right. And also I am a learning junkie. Like I think my, my superpower is curiosity and um, which (laughs) also can be kind of a double-edged sword. It's my kryptonite too, but I love that. But I, I have a list a mile long of in-person workshops that I wanted to go to. And I was like, well, I can't go to everybody. Like, this is going to cost me yeah. like $2 million. So yeah. it's crazy. And I just want to learn. So I had actually read a book called Steal Like an Artist by an author named August Cleon. Mm-hmm. And what what, the, what it basically summarizes is that we are the sum mashup of everything that we're exposed to. And so... When you first get started as a photographer, we often start to mimic that one photographer that we're super in love with because that is yeah. how literally how humans learn. Like they yeah. see something they like, they learn to walk by f- copying what another person is doing. That's yeah. great. However, when you're the person being copied, it doesn't always feel that great. It feels like maybe that you're not quite as special as you as you feel. Like it's just these yeah. weird feelings that bubble up as someone who is an educator. So yeah. what I really wanted to do was create an environment where students could learn from a variety of different instructors and they could pick and choose the pieces that they loved, that they wanted to take and, and, and create into that melting pot of who they could be as an mm-hmm. artist and that there's not one way to run a business. There's not one way to be a newborn or maternity photographer. No. You get to choose what you want to do. You get to choose your style. You get to choose your editing and you take all these little pieces. And you just make this amazing new soup that is you. And so I that's love sort of that so right. much. That kind of I've never heard it like said that way. But um, it's so always give you a food analogy. Yeah, I'm, I love that. I'm like, oh yeah, it really makes me hungry. But it also like is is incredible. That is amazing. And I think that people really need to hear things like that because you do. Like I remember when I first started like newborn, I'd be looking on Google and it was always like the American um, newborn photographers that would come up. And I'd be like, how do they do that? It's just incredible. And then I managed to find newborn photography by Jade, you know, Jade Gale. Yeah, I love and um, yeah, she was always like one of my first ever newborn crushes and she's she's Australian isn't she and I just was always like how what like what how did she do that like and I'd obviously try and like do similar things but nothing like crazy because I didn't know how to do it but yeah then you start realizing actually I'm not so keen on that bit and I want to do this and then you you make yourself into whoever you are and they always say that you become the medium of the 10 people that you surround yourself with don't they so like if you surround yourself with 
say it's you and nine of the millionaires, you'll probably become a millionaire because you got to find some millionaires, guys. <laughs> you want to be rich. You know, like they say that you become like the medium of all these people, don't you? So yeah. you kind of like take bits from everyone and they take bits from you and you end up all being really similar because that's just how it works, which is mad, isn't it? But yeah. it's so true because but if you look at your own life. Your art- and your artistry and how like yeah. all these oh, influences, God, yeah. right? If, if you're only looking at these, you know, five or 10 influences, you're going to inadvertently yeah. start to copy and start to make things mm-hmm. that are a replica of them and not an expression of yourself. Yeah. And, God, you know, so what, what has been really important too is finding amazing artists that may, that have like, are just getting started, who may just be starting into educating. Um, and giving them a platform like that has yeah. been really important to me because I think that traditionally this industry has been so dog eat dog. Um, oh God, yeah. And, and like I'd say there's a lot more people right? that are unsupportive yeah. than are supportive. Yeah. And it's been it was competitive. Like it was it was there was nothing like this when I first started. No. And I was like, you know, like I just really want to create something that is a safe space to learn and grow and share, not only for our students. But for our teachers, so they feel like they're protected and they're, it's like the first date. It's yes. like, you know, it's like maybe someone who doesn't know Natasha yet comes yeah. comes to the Milky Way. They watch your amazing video that you've poured your heart and soul in. And then they're like, wow, this was amazing. Now I want to go on and maybe do an in-person with her or go yeah. and, and do other things it's with great. her. Like, right? You know and what? Like- you treat your teachers so well, though. Like this, I've been asked so many times to do stuff and it's the first one I've ever done because of how you treat it and also like I do know my worth so like I don't want to like you know give everything away for just this much or just that much so for me I'm like I'm not Mm -hmm. teaching this many people for that like no like that's also unfair to the people that pay absolutely like more so for me like how you do it and how you treat your teachers and you know like the investment that you give to them is absolutely amazing and it's just it's just you're just amazing like that word I love it like and I just think it's so great and the community that you've made from it with all the photographers is just it's really beautiful yeah I mean most of those questions were all like thank you so much Natasha and I was like wow that's amazing and that's because you've kind of you know like when someone smiles at you in the street you smile back you know so your energy really reflects on other people and I think that that is so important in life and I I I just think that you're an advocate for that aren't you like I think that um more kindness makes the world a better place Mm. and I think that when I first started I don't know about you is that the the communities or the forums that were around were so Mm -hmm. like full of drama people slagging on each other um yeah Friday nights were like wine and popcorn and watch a show go down like mm. watch this drama unfold. And I was like, you know what? I've, I don't want our communities to ever feel that way. I want them yeah. to feel safe, empowered. Um, if, you know, it's not a place to vent. If you're mm-hmm. having a frustration, you know, let's community source so you can have a solution and how you can yes. learn from it versus like we're just going to slag on something. I love you. I love you because honestly, I say this to people all the time. I'm like, stop creating problems for yourself. Start creating solutions because that's the only way that you're going to grow. It's the only way you're going to get better. Like if something like, for, for example, like I was like, oh, 
my ceilings are really low and they're like oh I can't do this because my ceilings are low I'm like so am I and I still create these portraits oh well, my studio is only three and a half meters wide I'm like so is mine like it doesn't matter because what I figured out was actually I can't use these two lights anymore I'm going to use this instead because I don't have the room so I'm going to try this what can I do with my ceilings that are like, oh I'm going to use a smaller softbox that's what I'm going to do you know like you have to create solutions mm-hmm. in your head and I know that people ask things because you already know the answers but actually if they didn't bother asking me that and they tried to figure it out for yeah. themselves they would feel a lot more like they'd achieved something that day absolutely our, our <laughs> biggest lessons in our lives don't come from our successes they come from our failures yes. and the lessons that come from them and we forget that like we forget that learning is hard we we think mm. that we're supposed to get it on the first try and you know we, we I, even in our groups we like I'm frustrated I'm not getting it I'm like dudes like yeah that you, you're, you're learning go. you're learning yeah. you're supposed to take a lot of crappy photos to take one amazing one you're I get that from to. my students all the time, yeah. all the time. Um, and they'll, they they would have done one model call and then expected to be me overnight. And I'm like, guys, I'm trying, I'm trying to give you the tools to be your own person and to have your own style and create your own brand. And I'm also giving you the tools to practice because this took me years. Do you really think that I'm going to be able to teach you everything that I am as a person in five hours? Well, I'm not because I'm giving you the tools to then go back to practice and learn yourself. I think a lot of the time they forget that practice is the key. It's like if I were to pull, you know, the show nailed it on. Yeah. Right. So it's like you see like these amazing cakes that have been professionally done and they look beautiful and it looks like it's easy, right? Like it looks like, yeah. well, shit, I can do that. Right. No problem. Mm-hmm. And, but then the show shows these three people that, you know, maybe they have some experience in baking, maybe they don't. And they go on to try to recreate it. And we all laugh because it's hilarious because yeah. something that looks so easy is in fact not. And photography is the same way. It's yeah. those like micro fine tuning practice details that we learn over time that does make it look seamless and easy. Like yeah. a beautifully fondant cake, right? Yeah, and exactly. Yeah. So I think that like we can't, you can't sh- shortcut the practice part. And I think that that's the, that's the easy button that people are looking for. And you can. And people should try and be the best person for themselves. Like they should try and be the champion of their own lives. Like trying to be the best at someone else's life will never, ever get you anywhere. You know, so, you know, to all the people that like are inspired by this person or all the people that are inspired by that person, that's great. But you eventually have to look inside yourself to create these images like I can't let you live my life because I've already lived it like since I was young I've done performing it's it's in my DNA it's in my experiences it's in you know anything I've ever thought about I've dreamed about like going to bed at night and dreaming you know like I can't give you that You've, you've got to use your own experiences and your own likes and that's how you create art you know, mm-hmm. it's it's not just about, oh, this is where your light goes and this is how the, you do the pose. It's about living and breathing it because we are creative people. So we're literally putting our creations into images. And that, that means you're actually putting yourselves yep. into images and you can't be anyone else but yourself. So that's why it's so important. 100%, 100%. And you know what? Guess what? It's okay to fail. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. It's okay. They're, and a lot of the time, like I would, I get in my head, Natasha, so often about like, I don't know where to take this image. I don't know what to do with this. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you know what? Do something yeah. because they're pixels, you can't hurt them. Like just relax, 
No one has to see this if you bomb it. Yeah. You, can, you know, make a copy of your raw, take it somewhere. If you don't like it, take it somewhere else. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I completely agree. I completely agree. I love that we're so on the same level with that. Cause you know, I'm not, I'm not going to lie and say I'm not inspired by people or I'm not inspired by this advert on TV or, or like, I don't know, like a scarf. I'm like, Ooh, that'd be good. I wonder if I can find material a bit similar to that. That would look good with this and this and this, because that is the spice of life, isn't it? Like being inspired and taking stuff and then making it your own. But the real thing is making it your own. Exactly. Making it completely your own, you know, and that's, you've got to have a brand. You know, it's all, it's all very well, you know, just copying people over and over again. But actually, if you don't have a brand, it means you'll never grow. You know, creativity can't be used up. So if you're going to keep copying someone, you're always going to be like five steps behind them, you know, so just think outside the box. And I always say to people, just be brave. Yeah. Just go and be bloody brave, you know, just go and try something. And if it if it's wrong, who cares? Like yeah. I say it in the studio, I'm like, oh my God, like sometimes I'm like, I get stuff and I'm like, this is not a maternity dress or this isn't this. <laughs> and I say, oh, I, I don't know. I get like some kind of weird, like jewelry skirt. And I'm like, I'm just going to put this on your head. Like it might look really weird, but I'm just, yeah. I don't know. Should we just try it? And just they're like, oh, okay. It. I put it on. I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. She's Cleopatra. Like, yeah. It, I've, I've, I've all already prepared them for the fact that it might look absolutely shit, but <laughs> I know this, this, it this might past not. summer, I, um, so I took a maternity client out to this like beautiful field. It was sunset. And I was like, I had this tablecloth that I, like, it was a lace tablecloth that I was just going to put down on the ground. I was like, you know what, can you take off your top and I'm going to make this into a skirt. I don't know if this is going to look good or not. And yeah. it is one of my favorite images I've ever I love taken. Like it's just and that's because like, you were brave, right? Just be brave. You were brave, and you were like, just "Oh, like, let's let, let's try it." Yeah, let's try. Like, how fun is that, though? Like, right? just just try it. And I think that yeah. we all have brains like this. Like, we we know that there could be consequences to our actions, <laughs> or we know that something could go terribly wrong. But we're like, you know what? Let, let's just let, let's just see what happens. And I think that. That's the most exciting part and it's so easy because we end up comparing ourselves like it's so easy to go to Natasha Ince's photography's Instagram and just scroll through there and assume that every session is easy every session is a model oh my gosh and like all the all these things that may or may not like she just must she poops glitter like this is amazing I do I do (laughs) in case anyone wants to see I definitely do (laughs) I love it I I think we should get you a shoot a shirt like that I should instead of like flowing material, just have glitter coming out of our asses. Oh my god! Please do an image like that. I'm going to have to now, aren't I? Be brave. I've got lots of time. Back in the studio for self portraits. (laughs) Glitter coming out of me butt. Glitter toots. I love that. Oh god. Yeah. No, but I love how we're on the same level level as that. Like that is brilliant. Can I just ask you, right? Yeah. You um do so many things. I yeah. feel like you're everywhere. Everywhere yeah. I look, I'm like, oh, she's there. Um <laughs> she's there. <laughs> Sorry, I'm kind of a bit mad. Um I feel like I'm drunk, but I'm not. I've just got my water. <laughs> um but yeah, like so you do your podcast, you got your mm-hmm. online teaching, um, you obviously got your photography business. Do you have anything else that you're gonna be doing? Like what is next? Because I um, feel like you're somebody that always wants to, you know, kind of do something else that's amazing. Like, oh, I'm gonna take this on. I'm really busy, but I'm gonna take <laughs> this on now. 
Well, I, you know, we had the, our YouTube channel that we had for a few years that's up to about mm. 20,000 20, subscribers. And I kind of, oh, that's let, amazing. I just kind of let it go for the past year because I was like, well, there's so much content there and mm. we have our paid courses. But I kind of feel like I might bring that back. Yeah. And you can do like, and I, what I really love is video interviews. And yeah. I, I feel like, you know, we are such visual people that even though I love the podcast, yeah. I would love some sort of video show component to that too. Oh, that's so cool. Right? And right, yeah. and so like me, and you know, I have a, a pretty large free community, and so it's like maybe bringing it on there. I'm not really sure. Yeah. Maybe bringing it on in some of our communities. Um, we also have the Art and Soul Academy, which oh is, yeah, I love yes. that. Yes, I love so, the name. I love you. the name so much. Like when I was thinking about my own podcast, I just kept it the same as my workshop <laughs> yeah. name company. But I was like, oh, nothing's going to be as good as that. Oh no, like that's amazing. Well, do you know what's even funnier is I came up with that name back in 2012, and I registered that domain I think way back then. And and you know, it, I toyed with either being the joyful photographer or the art and soul show. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to be the joyful photographer because I'm not joyful all the time. Yeah. You're not I, joyful all no, the time. I don't want like, to perpetuate. Unreal. Yeah. I don't want to perpetuate that. Like sometimes. I mean, your face it. is the definition of joy. I'm still standing <laughs> oh, by girl, that. But... I, need some bo- I need some Botox, but. <laughs> I know. Come on. Hurry up. Lockdown. Finish. I know, so I can have the Eject me. <laughs> So I love it. Like you know, we're always bringing on new artists to come into our academy, and so we have about four hundred or so um, students in the Art and Soul Academy, where we focus on your art, your business, and you. So it's I love again these like very quick win tutorials on mm-hmm. on just you know the things that you maybe need help on. Maybe it's like your confidence. Maybe it's oh, like gotcha. your time management maybe mm-hmm. it's marketing so it's yeah sort of maybe all- it's procrastination yes so having all these like, quick <laughs> me too like these quick win things that you can do really right away that will take you from here to here very quickly yeah um so that's something that we're working on too we've got the fall the family retreat that we're doing in june it, we do oh, two major events a year um so we've got the family retreat that will be happening then we'll be starting to plan our newborn retreat i'm still like i still probably shoot four or five clients every month and I'm fully booked right now until September so good Um, and I actually just took a three-day workshop with Sarah Petty on it was called Go Boutique Live where we talked where she's talking about you know changing your business model from a you know digital model to adding products and I'm like well you know what I don't know if I actually have the time for that and I don't know if that's actually what I want to do yeah I I feel exactly the same because I'm like I kind of just am what if I just raise my? We're prices? happy with it. What if I'm happy That's and just like thing. ask for like two hundred dollars more and then give less images and maybe I'm actually happy and I don't know it. So yeah. maybe maybe nothing actually has to change. Yeah, so, I keep getting like told that I need to do in person sales by yeah. like my wifey Maggie and um she's amazing in person sales. Yeah. Like she's like yeah everything that she does just turns to gold like it's not even a joke like she's amazing and am I going to be happy having another 200 pounds out of that that product probably not and I'm not pro or against IPS I'm just sort of unpacking the container of my life and the time that I have available and what I'm willing to give yeah I think that is it isn't it you have to really figure out what you're willing to give with your time everybody could say yes you could save more money if you didn't scrub your own toilets. I want someone to scrub my toilets. So that's just, yeah, I, I throw money at problems. I do. That's I'm my like, that's my truth, and that's okay, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, I have a cleaner every week. Yeah. I had a boiler man come in to sort the boiler out the other day, and he was like, "Oh, this is such a nice house." I was like, "Oh, I've got a cleaner comes once a week." He was like, 
you have a cleaner. I was like, it's the best money I spend every yeah. week. I don't want to clean. Yeah. He was like, oh my God. I was like, it makes me really happy to yes. to make sure that someone comes and spring cleans my house every week because yeah. I don't know where the Hoover is. I know. We actually have, we haven't had our cleaner in a year from COVID. <gasps> and I'm like, oh, so we're allowed cleaners. I don't think we're allowed cleaners even. So I don't even know. I haven't even looked into it. My husband's been doing all the cleaning though. So yeah, I, my husband's a proper OCD cleaner as well. I love that. He won't even let me do the laundry because apparently <gasps> I don't shake it right. Uh-huh. I don't do laundry either. Oh I have God, we're I, so alive. Uh-huh. I haven't done laundry in um, probably eight years. And oh my God. Yeah. It, here's a funny story. So my husband accidentally threw in a red sock with my son's like beige, like running pants or whatever. Oh, no. And yesterday was like anti-bully day and he didn't have a pink shirt. So he's like, you can just wear the pink pants. <laughs> oh <laughs> no. I love, oh, that is so funny. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah, no, my husband's like, um, you can wash your own clothes, but can you please not touch mine? I'm like, oh. Yeah. Okay, it's like, you don't yeah. shake it right. I, yeah. I can't I can't deal with it, Tasha, so let me do the laundry. I'm like, oh, babe, yeah, absolutely yep. fine. Oh, what a shame. I feel so guilty. Not bye. No, so that's that. No, my husband does all my studio laundry, even all the baby poop stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, so does Everything. my husband. <laughs> yeah, it's like the trade-off. Like, I'm I just got some blankets yeah. here for you, babe. Well, I've, I've supported our family for the past eight years with both my companies. And so mm-hmm. it's the trade. Like, you, you do the homework. I will work two jobs and everything yeah. will be fine. I so, love, do you know what? Yeah. I love that so much. And you don't hear it very often, do you? And like, I think as women, we feel guilty about it oh, all the time, even though we shouldn't, but we do. It's, it's still there, right? It doesn't go away. It's ingrained. Yeah, no, it is, isn't it? And it's a shame because it obviously the media, like like you said, the media likes to build women up to tear them down, which is exactly what it is. It's like, you can work as a mother, but actually you should be at home looking after your kids. I'm like, hang on a minute. Like, what what the hell do you want from me? Yeah. You know, so it's, it's a shame, exactly. isn't it? Exactly. And like weird things also, like we have separate bedrooms. It's amazing. Mm. I, I have like a teenage, I have a teenage girl's bedroom. It is like, oh. I have makeup and like a fireplace in there. It's like my sanctuary. I love it. My husband snores like nobody's business. Oh. And you know, when my son was born, Van was always in my room with me and my husband was a shift worker at that time. Yeah. And so he, we always kind of just had that separate bedroom thing. My parents have always had separate bedrooms. My grandparents have always had separate bedrooms. Yeah. So to me, it was like totally normal, right? Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know, like it is amazing. It is amazing just to have your own space. And- I think that's so great. Yeah. This is like my own bedroom. Like I don't actually, um, Brett really only comes in here to sleep, but yeah. it's it's all my stuff in here. Like I've got my, he hasn't even got any of his clothes in here. They're all downstairs in the spare room. And, um, I have my makeup in here and I get ready in here and I've got mirrors everywhere. I've got mirrors everywhere. I love them. Like if you can, if you can have separate, like, of course we have conjugal visits and like all that kind of jazz. Oh yeah. But like, Mm -hmm. right. (laughs) I kick him out and he goes to his own room. I'm like, I love that. That's, but the thing is, right, you can't be happy if you're woken up constantly no, by snoring. Sleep is the like, how can you be a good person, a good parent, nope. a good businesswoman, anything like that when you're knackered because yep. you're, you know, you're woken up constantly by snoring? Like, it's yep. just not, it's not feasible, is it? You can't, nope. you can't be happy and be tired. Like, nope. sleep is just so important. Especially, like, you know, trying to live the, the level of life that we're trying to live. Mm-hmm. Like, you need sleep. You oh, need God, sleep. yeah. It's so important. Like people, people um, still think that if you want to go to sleep, it's weak. We still have that mindset of like, I need to go for a nap. Oh, but I'm weak if I do that. Cause... Naps are the 
best. Oh, I, I nap them. all the time. I yeah, I, Two o'clock. I can't wait till my kids are a little mm-hmm. bit older, so they're not here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So yeah. I can sleep all day. <laughs> I'm not a morning it's person at all. I'm so bad in the morning. Yeah. I literally could yeah. just like roll out of bed at 10 o'clock and live live my life really happy. Um, but mm-hmm. Me too. Are you a night owl? Yeah. Me too. But I think most creative people are, mm-hmm. I would say. Like literally I'll be lying in bed. It'd be like one o'clock in the morning. We're trying to go to sleep and I'm like, oh my God, tomorrow I'm going to buy a throne. That's that's where that throne yes. idea come from because I was just lying there. Then I went on eBay and I bloody found yeah. one and I ordered it. And I thought, oh my god, he's going to kill me! Like when uh-huh. this, this this comes in like three days. Uh-huh. Seriously, like I remember what two years ago I like just randomly bought this outdoor bathtub, like and it was delivered. He's like, what is wrong with you? Like I was like, when I die, <laughs> when I die, like the collection of weird stuff I have, like yeah, gonna be like wow, that lady was crazy. And I was yeah, like, I yeah, love that. you know what, I was. <laughs> yeah, I need. I also need to stop saying I love that. I've just noticed I've said I love that like literally like fifty million times. Like, stop saying that. No, I, that's what I say. I I always say you probably call that for me because I always say I love that. I, love that. <laughs> I do. I love that. <laughs> yeah, we're so weird, aren't we? We're so weird, it. but so good. I love, I love it. it. I love, I love it. it. Can I just? Um, I love it. I love. I love that. <laughs> I I have one um one more question I want to ask you because actually I don't know if you do this. Um this is really random actually. Do you enter competitions? No, but it's been on my wish list. And part of the reason, Natasha, is completely fear. It's completely fear that like okay. I'm gonna it's gonna knock my my confidence. Which is like super silly. Yeah, and it, I, it can. And also like when I first started, I really felt like the competitions that were out there were definitely the old boys' club. And it was based on the old boys club rules. And mm-hmm. even if something was in our industry specific, um, amazing work, it would get low marks. And I'm like, but mm-hmm. why? But why? Because yeah. And then like things that were not like poor posing, poor lighting, like things that didn't look great would, would do great. And I couldn't yeah. figure it out. So for, you know, for a number of years there, I didn't. And, you know, to be honest, I still have that like confidence thing, like maybe my work isn't good enough. Which is like, yeah. you know, I've been doing this 10 years. I know what I'm doing. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's imposter syndrome, isn't it? It is. And, um, it is. It, I was having a debate about this with my husband. I'm always having debates with him. And um, I was like, you know, I feel like most people in our industry have imposter syndrome and we really don't believe that we're good enough. And he went to me, you cannot have imposter syndrome if you're teaching because there is no way that you would allow people to come into your studio or learn from you if you really thought you were crap. And I was like, mm, yeah, actually, you've got a bit of a point. I disagree. I disagree because I think I think that um, there's a bit of an imposter syndrome, but it's still a self belief that needs to be there to be an educator, and it's it's doing it scared. We're all doing it scared, you know. And 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 confidence comes from practice um, by doing something repeatedly until you have that mastery level, where you do feel like you have that confidence. And it, it's, it's so true. But it's it, but it's so gradual that you don't realize until one day you're like, oh, actually, I do know my shit. Like this is great. This is great. Um, yeah. but, but there's so much self-doubt along that, that road, but it's not giving up, even though that little voice is telling you to. Yeah. I love that. Oh God, here we go. I love that again, <laughs> saying it again. No, I completely agree. Cause I was having a massive go in about it. Cause I was like, I still feel like sometimes like I, I don't understand why these people have come from all these different countries to learn from me. I'm like, why, why, why do you want to come to this little studio in Dudley when, you know, you could go to somewhere amazing like LA or whatever. And he was like, yeah, but you wouldn't let them come if you thought you were that bad. And I was like, 
yeah, but they just booked and come. And I'm like, oh my God, they're from Israel. Like, why are they coming to me? Like, because that you know, is exotic but, to them. Yeah, well, <laughs> trust me, like where my studio is, is not exotic. <laughs> like when I think of exotic, I think of like beaches and like margaritas yes. and, mm-hmm. and palm trees. Uh, talk like, tropical to me, talk tropical to me. <laughs> I know. I mean, I try and look exotic. Like I dye my hair black and I wear red lipstick. I try and look exotic. Just got no tan at the moment, but um, definitely not. <laughs> like where I live is probably the furthest thing away from exotic. But yeah, like it's bad, isn't it? But yeah, it's it's one of those things, isn't it? And you've got to kind of have confidence. And the thing is, you can't save someone who doesn't want to be saved. So the only person that can be saved is yourself. Like you can help people and you can try, but actually if they really don't believe it in, them, in themselves, like there really is not anything else that you can do. You can say to them, you're amazing until you're blue in the face. But if they just cannot believe it and they cannot get on with that, then there is no helping them. They have You have to take a U-turn yourself and think, you know what? People are coming to me because obviously I'm good at this or, you know, but I mean, I'll be sitting there doing an editing workshop and I'm like, oh my God, like this was so easy to edit. They're going to be like, why have I paid this money to watch this? And that's what I'm thinking. And then I'm like, and then I'm going, oh yeah, I mean, it's quite good this face. All right. And they're like, it's amazing. And I'm like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good, isn't it? Mm -hmm. But in my head, I'm like, this is, this is just normal to me. Like it doesn't even like. I've kind of, I think, yeah, you know, and you were saying earlier about the bar gets higher and higher and higher. Yeah. Like that's definitely. It does. And it's yeah. like the more you learn, the longer that you're in this, mm. the more you're going to question yourself if you're any good. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's like, it's like, I wish I had that naive confidence that I like had as a beginning photographer because I thought I was the bomb and I oh, had yeah. no talent. Like I had like no natural talent. My passion was bigger than my talent. So that is so funny. Right? Like, but they say, don't in. they? They say the better you get at something, the more critical you get of yourself. Yeah. So then the more self um self-belief like kind of goes out it of comes, out of right. you, you know? So yeah. it's really crazy, isn't it? It's like, hang on a minute. Um, no, I am good, but you have to tell yourself you're good every yeah. day. Like even if you don't believe it, just tell yourself. Because my mom said to me once, right, when I was really young, she said, why do you keep putting yourself down when people tell you you're good? So I'd be like at a singing competition and they'd be like, oh my God, you're amazing. And I'd be like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. And I used to say that. My mom had a massive go at me. She goes, they all think that that girl's better than you because she's going around telling everyone how amazing she is. Mm-hmm. And she's got so much self-belief that she's made everyone believe that she's better than you. So you need to stop putting yourself down and say, thank you when someone tells you you're good, not, oh my God, no, I'm not, no, I'm not. And it really stayed with me forever. And I only thought about it the other day. I was like, oh my God. Like my mom was a massive believer in self-love, but I didn't realize it. Like, and like you get people and they say, oh God, you love yourself, don't you? Like it's a bad thing. Oh my God, you think a lot of yourself, don't you? That's what I used to get all the time. Cause I used to be like, you know, in shows and sing on TV and things like that. And people just didn't get it, you know, where I live, they didn't get it oh, you love yourself, don't you? And I'd be like, oh, no, no, I'm not even good. I'm really bad. Yes, I do. I poop glitter. (laughs) Yeah, like I poop glitter, okay? I'm a unicorn. (laughs) I've got space bombs in right now because I'm 12 years old, okay? Like that is is me. Right, just one last thing because um, my kids are trying to get in this room. (laughs) They're outside the door. What is the best piece of advice you can think of to give to somebody that may be wanting to give up their photography right now? I think that there is always going to be seasons when you feel like crap, 
that you feel like you are the worst photographer in the world. You feel like you have no inspiration. You want to throw your camera in the river or the lake or the ocean. And you are just, and like, you just don't even know what you don't want to sit on the computer. You don't want to do anything. You want to just lie down and cry and eat ice cream and binge watch the new girl. So my advice is do that, but get up, get up. You know what? Find something that will inspire you. Maybe it's Pinterest. Maybe it's a movie. Maybe you just need rest for a month. Mm. That's okay. Yeah. But don't give up. Don't give up. Yeah. Just pick up your camera and start shooting something. Plan a, a session just for you, something, a personal project that is going to inspire you and light you up. And if you're overworking, raise your prices. Yes. Because people still book and I'm the evidence of this. Yep. I literally mm-hmm. used to charge £50 and now I charge like £800 oh my pounds and people still You know what's so funny is... I was actually on your website uh, yesterday and I was like, oh, you need to raise your prices, dude. Oh my God, I just did. <laughs> like, I just raised my prices. I was like, I was like, I was actually surprised at them. I was like, I was like, Natasha, you're, like, you're fine art. Like, you, could, you could get way more than this. I know, but you know what? I get in groups. You know, when people are like, oh, can you recommend a good maternity photographer? Then people yeah. tag me and like, she's very expensive, but she is yeah. worth it. And I'm like, oh, okay, worth I'll, I'll, I'll take that. You know, I'll actually, that. you know what? That should actually be your tagline. Yeah. Is Natasha Anson's very expensive, but she's worth it. Yeah, no, like, but I was quite happy with that because I was like, you know what? She saved up that money to come to yeah. me and she thinks I'm expensive, yeah. but she still came anyway. I love that. I had a client and she we were doing we were we just finished her maternity session. She's like, I really need to talk to you about your pricing. She's like, I would have paid triple of what you charged me. I love it when clients say that. Right? Like she's like, you need to be charging way more than what you're charging because the way that I feel now, she's like, I feel like you're my best friend. <gasps> And, and I feel like we just, like, it, this was more than photography. This was, like, therapy and, like, I, I, right? Why are you not <laughs> in the UK? Why are we not best friends? Like, I literally right? want you to say the things I say. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Oh, God, maybe we need Maybe we need to start a show. We're going to start the Natasha Lisa show. <laughs> yeah, we actually should. That'd be so good. That's, that's the next thing on your list, Lisa. Yes, Art and Goddess show. Oh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> honey and glitter show. <laughs> I know, glitter poop show. <laughs> I love it. Oh God, that is amazing, Lisa. Thank you so much. This has like been one of my funnest interviews ever, and I could talk to you like we could talk all night. <laughs> so thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Okay. Bye. Bye.